I'm Alyssa Tompkins, and this is the Kaiman Cast for the week of September 19th, 2022. This time, we'll look closer at fentanyl use in Montana and how it impacts the University of Montana and Missoula communities. Fentanyl is a potent opioid most commonly used for pain relief that is making its way to Missoula. Fentanyl is often prescribed in very, very small doses after surgeries or for pain management for severe injuries, usually in the form of a patch. The Montana Department of Justice reports that from 2017 to 2021, the amount of fentanyl-linked overdose deaths increased 1,100% in Montana. There have been 34 confirmed deaths where fentanyl was involved as of May. With these figures still on the rise, one service organization at the University of Montana is focused on harm reduction. Students for Sensible Drug Policy, a student-run education and service organization here at the University of Montana, is one of 200 chapters across 32 countries. The group believes in harm reduction. If that's a term that's new to you, it's any action which reduces the risk of having a negative experience. With regard to drugs, it's a set of strategies used to reduce negative consequences associated with drug use and to incorporate strategies from safer use to abstinence. Michael Leyu is the president of the Missoula Chapter for Students for Sensible Drug Policy. The organization provides fentanyl testing strips, Narcan, cards with easy-to-read charts showing which drugs and other substances are and are not safe to combine, and so much more. We provide information, honest information about uh, various drugs and uh, combinations and interactions. Um, so we work very closely with the Missoula City County Health Department, All Nations Health Center, Open Aid Alliance, uh, and a few under other wonderful organizations in town to, to provide those things. Fentanyl is a Schedule II narcotic. That means that it has high potential for abuse and addiction that could possibly lead to severe psychological or physical dependence. To give some context, other examples of Schedule II narcotics include cocaine, methamphetamine, and methadone. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, over 150 people die every day from overdoses related to synthetic opioids like fentanyl. The CDC says that fentanyl is roughly 50 times stronger than heroin. Fentanyl is often mixed into other drugs because it is cheap to produce and increases the potency of the drug. To put it in simple terms, a little fentanyl goes a long way. According to the Drug Enforcement Agency, 2 milligrams of fentanyl is considered lethal. But many counterfeit pills that have fentanyl in them contain up to 5 milligrams of the drug. That's more than two times the lethal dose. Fentanyl is often added to powders like cocaine and capsules and pressed pills like Xanax and Oxys or M30s. Most of the time, counterfeit pills are designed to look as similar to their legal counterparts as possible. Because of this, it's important to be weary of any pill with unknown origins. Uh, and so uh, fentanyl, as in terms of just an explanation of the how small of a dose might be necessary, um, it's about 100 times more potent than morphine. So 100 milligrams of morphine is about equivalent to 10 milligrams of heroin, which is about equivalent to one milligram of fentanyl. Now, uh, the reason that fentanyl is uh, a problem for many folks is because the drug market is unregulated. And so uh, there's something called the chocolate chip cookie effect, where uh, fentanyl can be found in hot patches in a bag of powder, let's say. But if you test one small area of your powder, you may not see fentanyl uh, in your, your compound, but it still may be there in chunks or globs. 
The members of Students for Sensible Drug Policy believe that even though discussion of drug-related overdose and overdose prevention might be intimidating to some, they should still be spoken about. Students for Sensible Drug Policy is a resource for students to find fentanyl testing strips in Missoula. These strips are easy and quick to use and could be the difference between taking a laced pill or not. In addition to saving lives, these testing strips also provide a sense of empowerment to many users. They allow people to make informed decisions about their drug usage. In addition to fentanyl testing strips, naloxone, another name for Narcan, can be found through SSDP or OpenAid as well. It's a good thing for everyone to have on hand, whether you use drugs or not. Narcan is an FDA-approved medication designed to reverse overdose symptoms. It is an opioid antagonist. This means it binds to opioid receptors to reverse and block the effects of opioids, such as heroin, morphine, oxycodone, and of course, fentanyl. Pharmacies like CVS and Walgreens carry Narcan that is available without a prescription. In Montana, you can even have Narcan delivered within days. OpenAid Alliance, a nonprofit organization in Missoula, is another resource for students to reach out to if they need help making informed decisions about their drug use. OpenAid Alliance provides fentanyl testing strips, Narcan, and other harm reduction equipment to students for sensible drug policy. Yeah, we offer um, free hepatitis C, HIV, chlamydia, and syphilis testing for our participants. We also have a very affordable rate for folks seeking testing who are not our syringe services participants, so we're open to the whole community. We offer folks a harm reduction approach to therapy as well as case management services. Folks with substance use disorder um, may feel like reluctant to go back into um, treatment, so we try really hard to make this a place where we meet people where they're at and hold space for the medical trauma that happens in this community. And we want to be a safe place for everyone. So we definitely create needs met type of service for mental health, for sexual health, for safe supplies. That was Hollis Hubbard, a harm reductionist at Open Aid Alliance's syringe services program. OpenAid Alliance and the Students for Sensible Drug Policy work in tandem to provide the students at the University of Montana in the greater Missoula area with tools for harm reduction. In 2020, Students for Sensible Drug Policy worked for over a year to pass the university's medical amnesty policy. The policy ensures that students who consume prohibitive substances like drugs or alcohol on campus can get medical help if they overdose or need assistance. The bill passed unanimously through the ASUM Senate in 2020 and 2021. In addition to protecting students from academic sanctions if they call for help while under the influence, the medical amnesty program also helps to ease the tension around drug use. And these medical amnesty policies work to reduce stigma and the harms associated with drug use by uh, drug and alcohol use, and I include alcohol and drugs, um, by in incorporating uh, policies that prevent the administration from taking undue or uh, excessive sanctions against students who are pot potentially engaged in uh, an activity that is dangerous because of the unregulated drug market. And so if a student or uh, 
students' friends are in a dorm or in the Lewis and Clark villages, uh, they can reach reach out to uh, anyone, uh, emergency personnel or the university, uh, if there's a real or perceived overdose uh, event, and they would have no academic sanctions brought against them. Fentanyl use is on the rise in Montana, and the why behind it all isn't a mystery. Like most things, the cheaper the product is to manufacture and distribute, the more it's made and sold. Uh, COVID played a huge impact in the last three years on uh, fentanyl in the streets. When the United States closed their borders, as did many countries due to COVID, uh, that shut down much of the drug supply uh, here in America. And so all of the drugs that were in America had to be continually cut down. And so fentanyl was a very cheap and very potent way to stretch the drugs that we did have in this country. But despite the policies in place to help students, it's important for students to be aware of what to do in case of an overdose. If someone around you is showing signs of an opioid-related overdose, the first thing to do is to call 911. The signs of an overdose can include blue fingertips, pinpoint pupils, and low to no breathing. Next, properly administer the Narcan or Naloxone if it's available to you. Keep the person as awake and as focused as possible. Talk to them. Give them something to look at or something to talk about until further help arrives. Never leave the person to search for any help. Stay with them until the emergency paramedics arrive. We have a, a maxim in the harm reduction community, which is never use alone. Uh, when people are highly stigmatized, they often uh, seek their drug use on their own terms and in their own way, uh, and they don't want to feel the shame and stigma associated with that. And so we want people to begin being open about their drug use with one another and say, hey, uh, whether or not I use drugs regularly, I, I might want to try a drug this weekend. I want to make sure I have friends and family around me or people whom I can truly trust with my life uh, that can say, hey, if anything happens, here, can you make sure that we have Narcan around or can we test our compound to make sure it doesn't have fentanyl in it using fentanyl testing strips and educating ourselves about what our drug is supposed to do uh, and identifying uh, if something is a problem. Another one of the best maxims in our community is start slow. You can always take more of a compound, but you can never take less. With fentanyl use on the rise, it is important to be aware of the risks involved with drugs. Always do your best to ensure that the drug you are taking is not laced. This can be done by using fentanyl testing strips and being sure you know where you're getting your drugs from. As said before, knowing your risks and how to reduce them can save your life. In other news, the Alpha Tau Omega Frat is forming this semester, and we'll look at how UM is addressing its mental health resources here on campus and a review on the Montana Repertory Theater's car-based play. To learn about any of these topics, visit montanakaiman.com or read our paper coming out this Thursday. For this week's KaimanCast, I'm Melissa Tompkins. Next week, Eleanor will join you for a look at the Peas Farm and an internship opportunity for UM students to learn about local and sustainable farming. We'll see you then.